Today's episode of Freemans Playlist is sponsored by Anchor. Stay tuned to find out more. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 1 of Primem's Playlist Season 2. My name is Prim, and just like last season, I'll be analyzing 5 underrated K-pop tunes and recommending them based on your music taste. Wow, it's been a while. What, like 3 weeks? I promise that the normal time between episodes will be 2 weeks, I just had some schedule issues. College orientation week and all that. If it ever feels too long, make sure to donate to my Patreon to get early access to each episode's playlist. Okay, self-promotion aside, let's talk about the episode itself. Because I had three weeks to put this episode together, I had a lot more songs to choose from, so I decided to stick to a theme. Every song this week has some kind of spooky, scary, or otherwise dark vibe to it. Because Halloween in this dorm starts in early September. I'm planning to have a different theme each episode, based on what kinds of songs get released. So I hope you all like this direction. Anyway, enough waffling. Let's pull up the playlist! First up, here we've got My Blue Moon by soloist Alia, coming in at 12,000 views on Stow Music Entertainment. As soon as the first verse comes in, we're hit with a jazz vibe. I'm talking piano chords, soulful singing, snaps with reverb, and a swung rhythm. Though it sounds like a strange combination, this jazzy feeling blends beautifully with the more electronic elements such as the trap-inspired drums, spooky low synth, and distorted ad-libs. Its presence helps lower the energy usually given off by electronic music, creating a calmer track. One thing that struck me was how, during the chorus, the vocals go slightly offbeat, lagging a bit behind the instrumental. While this is rare in electronic music, it gives off a live performance-esque feeling that fits with the jazzy side of this song. All in all, it's a unique combination of genres. My immediate first thought when listening to My Blue Moon was to compare it to something by Mamamoo, given the vocal style and the jazz elements. The closest of their songs is probably Moonbule's solo song Snow, due to its similar use of piano and jazzy elements alongside high distorted voice-like synths, though Snow is a little more lo-fi inspired than My Blue Moon. I also think that Automatic by Red Velvet fits well, especially with its spookier opening, Though its electronic versus jazz balance leans a bit farther electronic, and it's a bit faster in tempo. So if you're a fan of a dark jazz concept, give My Blue Moon a listen. Alright, what's next? At 16k views on Highlight Records, our second song today is Baby Driver by a rapper named Reddy. Now here's a great example of how a song can give off dark vibes without necessarily being a dark concept. Although the music video reads more like a standard rap video, albeit a little extra grungy, the song's emphasis on thumping bass, glitchy samples, and whispering in the beginning adds like this unexpected scariness to it. That's not to say the music video and song don't match though. The distortion present in the song perfectly matches the distortion in the video. My only complaint is that the music video doesn't actually contain the entire song. Oh well, at least it keeps my favorite part. At 2 minutes 11 seconds in the full song, um, about 1.5 minutes in the music video, the vocals suddenly become loud, angry, and heavily distorted, almost attacking the listener after laying low for most of the song beforehand. Which, you know, adds to the scariness. I love it. Several elements of Baby Driver can be heard in Not by Stray Kids, everything from general motifs like the glitchiness and harshness, 
to individual elements such as the thumping bass and megaphone vocals are shared between the two songs. Heck, some of the quieter elements such as the whispering can be found in Knot 2, though Knot starts out loud and grows quieter rather than building up from a whisper to a shout. I'd also argue that Black on Black by NCT 2018 works well. Similar use of thumping bass, weird samples, and distortion, though this only applies to like the first section of the song. So if you're a fan of Stray Kids and NCT 2018, you might enjoy Baby Driver. Let's hear song number three. Coming in at 96k views on 1 The K, our third song today is Bad by soloist and ex formatted member Jenier, also known as John Ji Yoon, featuring indie soloist Kim Museum. We start out with a spooky lo-fi synth, pitch down voices, and a super quiet crunchy percussion pants between each ear. The song then quickly picks up speed with clearer vocals, sharper percussion, and a less lo-fi synth. A higher-fi synth, I guess? One of the most interesting parts of the song is the chorus. After a pre-chorus builds and builds and builds, the chorus instrumental suddenly drops into just a plucky bass underneath Jenier's voice, then slowly adds instrumental layers from there, most notably more percussion and some strange high-pitched synth samples. Of course, the chorus instrumental fills out eventually, even exploding like way more in the post-chorus, but I thought the decision to drop like that was pretty cool. The decision is even kept in later choruses, though the instrumental starts out less and less stripped down each time. Honestly, Bad makes me think of a combination between Break My Heart by Dua Lipa and Eclipse by Kim Lip from Luna. Certain synths used in this song seriously give off Luna vibes, with Eclipse being the closest I can find, although now that I think about it, there's a little bit of a full group's XX album hanging out in there too. And of course, the way the chorus drops each time is very similar to Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. Like, even the change in severity at each chorus mirrors like the reduced time spent per drop in Break My Heart. Plus, both Break My Heart and Eclipse have a funkiness to them that also shows up in Bad. So if you're into like the funkier side of pop but want something a little bit darker, go check out Bad. Before we continue, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Today we're sponsored by Anchor, the very same service we use to make this podcast. Let me tell you, Anchor is unrivaled in its accessibility. Anchor lets you make your own podcast from scratch, right from your computer, or even your phone. You can record yourself in browser, add stock music from Anchor's own library, and even make simple edits. Or, if you prefer to record and edit in a more familiar application, Anchor also allows you to upload audio straight from your computer. Anchor can also handle some of the more intimidating aspects of podcasting for you. For example, it can automatically distribute your podcast to platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and it can even link you up with sponsors. What's craziest about Anchor to me, though, is that it's absolutely free. All these tools, all these functions, and they don't even cost a penny. So, if you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start, I'd highly recommend using Anchor. It's easy, versatile, and free. Let's get back to the playlist! Coming in at 6.5k views on Genie Music, here's Trumpet Creeper 15-say version, meaning 15 years old version, by singer-songwriter An Yoon. I don't really know what the 15 years old version part of that means. Anyway, I'm very excited to talk about this song. 
It's definitely the spookiest song we'll hear today. First of all, let's talk about the choice of instruments. We've got a detuned piano and detuned bells, ambient noise, very echoey thunder-like percussion, and orchestral elements ranging from quiet pizzicato to harsh strings that almost call to mind the iconic shower scene from Alfred Hitchcock's movie Psycho. It's cinematic and off-putting, perfect for a horror movie. An Yoon's vocal inflection, which on its own wouldn't be out of place in Trot, here almost calls to mind a witch casting a spell, and I mean that in the absolute best way possible. It fits perfectly. And if this wasn't catnip for me already, guess what? It's in waltz time. I feel attacked. I feel like I have to bring up Dreamcatcher here. After all, they're the current leaders in horror-themed K-pop. While their title tracks definitely lean more rock than orchestral, I wouldn't be surprised to hear them take up Trumpet Creeper as an intro or b-side. For a closer fit musically, I could see the J-pop group Call of Fina going well with this song, but that's a very Prim-centric recommendation. After all, they did the ending theme to my favorite anime ever, Puella Maki Monica Magica, so like, you know I've gotta like them. Also, An Yoon's voice reminds me of the J-pop artist Real, especially during the high notes, she just has kind of a similar voice. Mostly though, I just recommend Trumpet Creeper to anyone looking for a seriously spooky track to blast on loop between now and October 31st. Last song, please. Our last song today is Dreaming by an artist named Bomb, featuring a soloist, Lena, currently at 2100 views on Bomb's own YouTube channel. This is definitely an R&B style track. We've got a slow tempo, lightly swung rhythm, and percussion made up largely of snaps and shakes. What stands out particularly to me is the bass line and also the vocals, both of which have strong mid-tempo rhythms to them that contrast with the slower, longer notes of the other instruments. Also, Bomb's deep, smooth voice fits the R&B style of his song perfectly, and pairs well with Lena's more mid-tone voice. Essentially, the song can best be described as low-key, literally. The mix focuses mostly on low to mid-tones, with very few higher-pitched elements. And when combined with a slower tempo and smooth instrumental, the general vibe becomes very relaxed. Something about this song really reminds me of Red Velvet's Velvet Side songs, almost like a combination of a one of these nights remixes off of their The Velvet album. Something about the combination of R&B style synths with a clap-like snare and rhythmic bassline just feels like something Red Velvet would take on in a B-side. It also kind of reminds me of Just by ID, mostly due to how it emphasizes the bass, though Just is definitely a lot more upbeat and high-toned. So if you're looking for some chill R&B along the lines of Red Velvet or ID, definitely give Dreaming a listen. And those were our 5 songs of the week! I hope the 3 week wait was worth it. Despite the dark vibes in each song, I think we still had a diverse mix of genres this episode. Like we had jazz, rap, funky pop, cinematic music, and R&B. That's a pretty good mix. I'd say that's a great sign for future episodes. It means that giving these episodes themes doesn't necessarily cut out on each episode's diversity. Anyway, you know we ain't done yet. Let's spin the wheel of segments. And this week's segment is... Demo Reel. 
Alright, since we're in Season 2 of Primem's Playlist, I think it's safe for me to skimp a little bit when explaining what each segment is. If you've seen Season 1, you know what to expect here. For new listeners though, a quick explanation. In Demo Reel, I talk about a demo version of a K-pop song and go over the differences between it and the final song. Got it? Good. Today we're looking at Back and Forth, Zara Larson's demo version of More and More by Twice. And wow, this song changed a lot between this version and the official release. As per usual, the biggest difference is the English lyrics. Unlike last demo reel though, Back and Forth's lyrics actually contain an entirely different theme than the lyrics in More and More. While More and More focuses on the singer selfishly chasing love, Back and Forth is instead about a complicated rollercoaster of a relationship already in progress. Let's keep this difference in mind as we talk about the next most noticeable difference, that being the key. Back and Forth is an E-flat major, while More and More is an F major. So I decided to do a bit of research into the feelings that different musical keys evoke to see if I could figure out why they made this change. According to Charpentier's Regular du Composition, definitely butchered that name, uh, written in 1682, F major is furious and quick-tempered, while E flat major is cruel and hard. This difference in mood is actually similar to the difference in lyrical theme. More and more selfishness can be associated with a quick temperament, while back and forth's up and down relationship is by nature cruel. Obviously, I wasn't involved in the development process of more and more, but I wouldn't be surprised if the key was changed to better fit the song's final lyrics. One last change I want to touch on is the song structure between the second and final choruses in each song. While more and more fills the space with a dance break and rap, back and forth instead uses a bridge which includes a reprise of a pre-chorus. This massively changes the way energy is spread out throughout each song. In More and More, the dance break is of a similar energy level to the second chorus, almost serving as an extension of that chorus. This forces the rap section to act as the sole build-up to the final chorus. In Back and Forth, however, the entire duration of the bridge and pre-chorus serves as the build-up to the final chorus, which both makes the final chorus feel more impactful and gives the intercourse section of the song more breathing room, just in general. In case you couldn't tell already, I prefer the latter structure musically, but I understand why they changed it. When it comes to writing a K-pop song, you really have to keep in mind the role each member plays in a group, and to essentially write Dahyun, Young, and Momo's most important roles, rapper, rapper, and dancer respectively, out of a title track would be wildly unfair to those three members, as well as marketing suicide towards about a third of this group's fans. I've gone over the three biggest changes between Back and Forth and More and More, but there are dozens of smaller changes made to instrumental stems and individual measures throughout the song. If I went through every single one, the segment would go on for way too long. I recommend checking out YouTuber James Lim's breakdown of this track in the comments section of the upload of Back and Forth I put in this week's playlist. Well, technically it's an upload of Back and Forth's instrumental. Sadly, all the videos with the actual demo audio were taken down off of YouTube. The instrumental in the playlist has a link to the actual demo in the description though. I'd highly recommend giving it a listen. Between the more impactful final section and the different lyrical theme, I personally prefer Back and Forth to the official English version of More and More. Just from a musical perspective, obviously. 
And with that, we end episode 1 of Primum's Playlist Season 2. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the original songs at bit.ly slash pmp underscore s2e1, all letters capital, all numbers numerals. And if you'd like to support this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and if you really want to go above and beyond, donate to our Patreon page for special perks. Links to those can be found at linktree slash prims playlist. That's linktr.ee slash p-r-i-m-m-s P-L-A-Y-L-I-S-T, all lowercase. Our podcast is a proud member of Studio 16. If you enjoy our podcasts, support us for free by joining our Discord server at discord.gg slash 6, capital R, lowercase xw, uppercase mg, lowercase f. To learn more, visit studio16network.wixsite.com. Thanks for jamming with me today.